0: It's that Harlem night, turn it up, please Them Harlem nights turn it up, please Harlem Party at the bodega What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz for thinking out loud. What's up? Salute. That's that Harlem thing. Yeah, I ain't forget this time. All right, let's get into some stuff tonight. All right. I hope everybody's doing swell tonight. Swell tonight. Houston Metro bus shooting. A passenger got shot. A teen suspect fled. A teen is suspected in a shooting that injured a Metro bus passenger near the medical center. Authorities received a call around 9.05 p.m. about reports of shots being fired in Butler Boulevard near Cambridge Street. Metro police say the shooting happened on the Metro 60 bus route near the medical center. According to Houston police, there was an an intoxicated teenager on the bus, and the bus driver woke him up. But I don't even know what that means. There was then a disturbance between the teen suspect, the bus driver, and another passenger, and the teen got off the bus. As the teen exited the bus, police say he turned back and shot into the bus one time, hitting the passenger with whom he had the disagreement with. Police say that the Metro bus driver drove away for a few blocks and then stopped and called authorities. The passenger was taken to the hospital where where he's expected to be okay. And right, the suspect fled on foot. He is described as a black male, probably 15 to 18 years old, wearing a black hoodie, black shorts, and white shoes. Um, Metro police and Houston police are investigating the shooting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Texas. Texas is one of those states where almost everybody has a weapon, just like Florida. So I don't know where the teen got the gun from. Nine out of ten from his parents. Yeah, people, you got to be careful if you have children, especially if you have teenagers. Uh, you got to put your weapons away. Anyway, moving along. Houston woman kills her friend after a heated argument. She's sentenced to 35 years in prison. All right. So um, what's up? What's up? Why well, this didn't want to do this to me? Okay. Franklin, Frankie Erlene Williams, 32 years old, was sentenced to 35 years in prison for shooting James Earl Harp, 34 years old, inside her North Houston home on March 13, 2020. All right. This was damn near at the beginning of the pandemic. Officials say Harp needed a temporary place to stay and went to Miss Williams' house on the 7300 block of Shuler, where Williams, her brother, and another friend stayed at. Each of the four had known each other since high school. Williams and Harp got into an argument for at least an hour before she ultimately shot him, according to the district attorney's office. Authorities say after Hart was shot, Williams told her brother and her friend to load him up into their pickup truck and drive him to a rural, rural area where they buried him. Harris County District Attorney Kim Og said, unfortunately, we're seeing more disputes ending in gunfire than ever before. And that is true. Arguments should never be settled. With a gun, and people who use their firearms with bad intentions, like in this case, will be held accountable. The two men who helped Miss Williams are were 33-year-old Shannon Williams and 31-year-old Desmond Tolliver. Officials say both men pleaded guilty in 2021 for helping Miss Williams and sentenced to 12 years in prison. Williams cannot appear. Uh, Williams cannot appeal her conviction or the sentence. And must serve at least half of that time before becoming eligible for parole according to the district attorney's office brett bachelor the assistant's district attorney prosecuted the case with elizabeth liberman an assistant district attorney with the da's trial bureau they got into a fight over nothing that resulted in a death that didn't have to happen liberman said she knew he was a jovial guy with a family who was not a threat to anyone. And she could have just walked away instead of doing what she did, you know. So, yeah, this is like, you see this more and more all the time, you know. That's why I be jumping on this, you know, with me talking about this. Because ultimately, not ultimately. But it could do its part by stopping people from getting into confrontations and pulling out a weapon. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because this happens too much. No, uh, all right. So, Frankie Erlene Williams. She was 32 years old. She's sentenced to 35 years in prison. You see what I'm saying? She, would, like, if she do half of that, she's gonna be about what 50. Fifty-something years old. She's gonna be. A, she's 32 years old. She's young. You know what I'm saying? For shooting James Earl Harp, 34 years old, inside her North Houston home on March 13, 2020, officials say Harp needed a temporary place to stay and went to Williams' house on the 7300 block of Schuller, where Williams, her brother, and another friend stayed. Each of the four had known each other since high school. Williams and Harp got into a heated argument for at least an hour, but she before she ultimately shot him, according to the district attorney's office. Authorities say Miss Harp I mean Mr. Harp was shot. Williams told her brother and her friend to load him up into a pickup truck and drive him to a rural area where they where, where they buried him. A rural area. I don't know why it's hard for me to pronounce these fucking words. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's my goddamn. Uh, Harris County District Attorney Kim Odd said, "Unfortunately, we are seeing too many disputes ending in gunfire than ever before. Arguments should never be settled with a gun, and people who use their firearms with bad intentions, like in this case, will be held accountable." The two men were who helped Miss Williams were 33 years old 33 year old Shannon Williams and 31 year old Desmond Tolliver each of them got 12 years right um uh, for helping Miss Williams and the and they both men pleaded guilty Williams cannot appeal her conviction nor um uh, or the sentence and must serve at least half a half of the time before becoming eligible for parole according to the district attorney's office. Anyway, yeah, like I said, you can't settle arguments with a weapon and there's a lot of people that do that. There's a lot of people that do it. There's people, I know people around here, as soon as they get agitated, you know, they get they have a weapon in their pocket. The first thing they want to do is grab their weapon and stuff just to get, i I seen it a hundred times again. Like, a hundred times before. Uh, time and time again. That's what I meant to say. You know, diff- everybody different, but every time an argument assumes somebody want to deal with it with a goddamn weapon. All the time. I see it too many times. People can't even, people can't even sit down and be like, look, man, I'm not trying to get into no crazy argument with you. I'm just... The, uh, the person is telling you their point of view and you tell your point of view, whatever the circumstances is, everybody's just like, need to calm down. You don't need to pull a weapon out. And if you quit to pull a weapon out, you don't even need a weapon because you are unstable mentally because you're pulling out weapons to settle your dispute. It doesn't make any sense. and make you look retarded. Bro, if you're one of those people that's pulling out weapons. Every time you get into an argument with somebody, you don't need to have no weapon. You know what I'm saying? You need to check yourself. You need to go get a therapy and see what's wrong with your anger management. You need to get into that right there because what the hell you got a weapon for? The weapon is ultimately there to protect yourself in a very hostile situation. Arguments are not hostile situations. Arguments is two people that disagree with each other. That's all that is. You don't have to be fighting. You don't got to put your hands on nobody, none of that, all right? Just like with the district attorney, Um, um, The assistant say uh, She could have easily just walked away from that But instead Now you about to do time So We gonna keep it moving You already know what time it is This is Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud And then I had drunk some juice earlier And it's like messing with my insides You know I'm trying to like Get it out of me There's always something messing with me I don't like it And then Oh the pronunciation, I don't know. Town, time, there'll be days I just can't talk right. I hate that shit. All right, a mother, a mother of a Virginia six-year-old who shot a teacher scheduled to be sentenced for felony child neglect. Uh, Newport News, Virginia, the mother of a six-year-old who shot his teacher in Virginia is expected to be sentenced Friday for felony child neglect 10 months after her son used her handgun to critically wound... The educator Deja Taylor faces up to five years behind bars, but as a part, but as part of a plea deal, prosecutors will recommend a six-month sentence that falls within state guidelines. A judge will ultimately decide Ms. Taylor's punishment. Taylor's sentencing officers, I mean, fuck. Taylor's sentencing offers the first measure of accountability for January's classroom shooting which revived a national dialogue about gun violence in Royal, the military shipbuilding city of Newport News. The bullet fired from Taylor's gun struck first grade teacher Abby Zuner in the hand and chest. She spent nearly two weeks in the hospital and has endured multiple surgeries. Taylor told police she believed her 9 millimeter handgun was secured at home with a trigger lock, but authorities said they never found a lock during searches of her home. Taylor's son told authorities he climbed onto a drawer to reach the top of a dresser where the weapon was in her purse. He concealed a gun in his backpack and then his pocket before shooting his teacher in front of the class, prosecutors say. Zuna rushed her other students into the hallway before collapsing in the school's office. Moments later, the six-year-old told a reading specialist who restrained him, I shot that you know he said i shot that bitch dead and i got my mom's gun last night according to search warrants taylor was charged in april as part of the plea deal prosecutors agreed to drop a misdemeanor count of recklessly storing a firearm taylor's attorney james ellison said there were mitigating circumstances surrounding the incident including her miscarriages and postpartum depression ellison said he plans to address depression and anxiety Issues at the sentencing schedule for 1 p.m. Taylor told news sources, good morning, America. and May, she feels responsible and apologized to Ms. Zuna, the teacher, the first grade teacher. That is my son. So I am, as a parent, obviously willing to take responsibility for him because he can't take responsibility for himself, Taylor said the boy's mother. The child neglect case against Taylor is one of the three legal efforts to emerge from January's shooting. Taylor pleaded guilty separately to using marijuana while owning a gun which is illegal under U.S. law and will be sentenced in federal court next month. A plea deal in that case calls for 18 to 24 months imprisonment. Meanwhile, Zuna is suing Newport News public schools for $40 million, alleging gross negligence. The former teacher says administrators ignored multiple warnings. The boy had a gun that day and had routinely dismissed ongoing concerns about his troubling behavior. The school board is trying to block the lawsuit, arguing Zuna's injuries fall under Virginia's workers' compensation. The law provides up to nine years or more in pay and lifetime medical care for injuries. Lawyers for Zuner and the school board are expected to argue Friday morning before a Newport News civil court judge about whether the lawsuit, lawsuit should proceed. Legal experts say Zuner faces an uphill battle under Virginia's uncommonly strict workers' compensation law. Right, you got hit by the little boy You know, the mother's uh, facing about to face some time. The mother of a six-year-old who shot his teacher in Virginia is expected to be sentenced on Friday for felony child neglect. Ten months after her son used her handgun to critically wound the educator, Deja Taylor faces up to five years behind bars. All right. But as part of the plea deal, prosecutors will recommend a six-month sentence that falls within the state guidelines a judge will ultimately decide Taylor's fate. Taylor's sentencing officers offers I did it again. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me today. Taylor's sentencing offers the first measure of accountability for January's classroom shooting which revived a national dialogue about gun violence in Royal, the military shipbuilding city of Newport News. Basically that sentence said was just saying it caused a argument with politicians all through the nation, all throughout the country, that sparked a whole dialogue, or argument between politicians, the left, the far left, and the far right. You already know how that goes and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? There's uh, the, the the far right or conservatives, and the um, far left. You know, it's different people. That's like you know, it's it's back and forth. People got different points of views. It sparked a whole argument, and then. Um, the shipyard, it's a Navy base that's over there in the Newport News right there. That's a Navy base. So, it sparked a whole big conversation about gun violence and guns overall. So, that's what that was saying right there. You know, the mother is facing up to five years in prison but part of the plea deal, I don't know, the judge might cut it down or I don't know. Hopefully that she don't get too much time, you know what I'm saying? Because that wouldn't be fair to the son, right? And then she's probably going to have to go through, like, a whole bunch of classes. She's probably going to pay fines and all all types of stuff like that. Uh, and man. I'm pissed off about my tongue. hurt. It's like I can't speak today. I don't know what the hell wrong with me. I was doing just fine before I turned on the microphone, and then now I'm like, it's hard for me to talk. Like, that shit don't even make any sense. This happens a lot. Not a lot. There's days that I could just just breeze through this, and then there's days that it's just difficult. I don't even understand why that happens. And then I heard from other people that do what I do, like YouTubers that I know about that say it does happen. Like there's days where I just cannot speak correctly. I can't read correctly. My mouth is not saying what it's supposed to say. You know, my mind is thinking of it, thinking of the words, but my goddamn mouth is not saying the correct words. It's just utter out anything. She like, I'm like, what the hell is that? I like I never I never experienced no shit like that before. I'm trying to fucking speak and then my mouth say some other shit. I'm like, bro, why well, I'm not I know I can read these words. I'm not fucking illiterate. I read every day. I'm a I'm a reader. I I, lo- I love to read. I read books like all the time. What's up with me pronunciating words? That shit is very annoying, agitating, makes me angry. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving with some more debauchery news. All right. See, a lot. I had a lot of gun violence um, news today. We got one with a bus driver. And then another one, she killed her friend by having an argument. And then this one uh, in Virginia, got New- Newport News, Virginia, uh, somebody's child grabbed a handgun and shot the teacher. And that happened 10 months ago over there in in January. So let me see what else I'm going to run into. All right. All right. A Los Angeles model named Melissa Mooney was found dead in the refrigerator in downtown apartment. This is the second uh, female model, I guess, that was killed in downtown Los Angeles. And this one is a mysterious one. Uh, A 31-year-old model who was found dead inside her downtown Los Angeles apartment was severely beaten, bound, and gagged with her body discovered inside her refrigerator, according to an autopsy report released Friday by the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner. Melissa Mooney was found dead in her apartment in the 200 block of South Figueroa Street around 3 55 pm on september 12th police says her cause of death was not previously revealed although police said the case was being investigated as a homicide mooney's body was found two days after another model see what i'm telling you 32 years old nicole Coates was found dead inside a downtown apartment less than three miles away police eventually determined the deaths were not related and the medical examiner this week ruled Coates' death As an accident due to cocaine and ethanol toxicity, okay, the autopsy, the autopsy report on Mooney's points to evidence of blunt force trauma, including abrasions, lacerations and contusions around her head and neck, body and extremities. According to the medical examiner report, Mooney was last seen alive September 6th on surveillance video at her apartment complex. Police went to her apartment on September 12th in response to a call from her mother requesting a welfare check. Responding officers found Ms. Mooney's body's wedged inside the refrigerator with blood on the floor outside of it, according to the autopsy report. The woman's wrists and ankles were bound, and these bindings were tied to each other behind her back with miscellaneous electronic cords and clothing items. Additional clothing items were found around her face and neck, and apparent gag fashioned out of an article of clothing was stuffed in her mouth. According to the reports, the medical examiners reported um, reports noted that toxicology, the, the toxicology testing found evidence of recent cocaine use. The report noted that the blunt force trauma injuries she suffered are generally not considered acutely life-threatening on their own. However, based on the circumstances of how Miss Mooney was found, these injuries suggest she was likely involved in a violent physical altercation prior to her death, according to the report. The report notes that suffocation may have played a role in her death and the role that alcohol or drugs may have played is uncertain. The report concludes by labeling the death as a homicide caused by homicidal violence. And you, and then the police is asking for anyone with information on this case was urged to call Detectives Pearson Macernick of the Los Angeles Police Central Bureau Homicide Division. All right, so... Mooney was the sister of the Guyanese pop singer Jardine Pauline, who posted a tribute to her sibling on Instagram following her death. She said, my heart is crushed. I can't believe you won't be here with us anymore. You were so loving and so kind to everyone. You made sure if you ate, everyone around you was eaten. You open your arms to people who didn't even deserve you as a friend. You're the best thing to happen to almost everyone lives you touch. She added, the reason I'm me is because of you, my first best friend. The one who taught me everything I know. How is this even possible you won't be here? This feels so surreal. I keep waking up crying thinking I'm in a bad dream. We will get justice for you, my little sister. I promise you, you won't be gone in vain. Mooney's family indicated in early October that Ms. Mooney was two months pregnant when she died. However, the autopsy report makes no mention of a pregnancy. The report notes that while Mooney was last seen alive on September 6th, surveillance video from the apartment building showed an unidentified male using her key fob to use the building's elevator and then carrying plastic bags to her apartment. All right, so it's the second one this sound extremely suspicious what the hell is going on downtown los angeles and then i heard about downtown los angeles from other people that i deal with and stuff like that they be flying there all the time me personally i don't have too much business in los angeles but in the future i will be in los angeles i will be in long beach california my best friend lives over there with his um peoples his family live over there too so in the future, near future, I'm gonna be in the West Coast a lot. But I was told that Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles, those are like little bad areas. Even the airport around there, it's a bad area and stuff like that. You're gonna have to watch yourself and stuff like that. You're gonna really have to watch yourself and be careful. But, you know, I'll be amongst the Jamaican community out there, the Caribbean community, um, ultimately that's where I'll be around the most. So they, all, they always, like, guide me in, and tell me, like, a whole bunch of stuff that I need to know so I could watch my own back. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I heard so much things about Los Angeles, LAX area. And, like, bro, them, place, them places, like, the, there's a lot of drug addicts. Like, I know that stuff. I grew up in the hood. But, Damn. Like Los Angeles, that shit is weird and stuff like that. Especially for the females, man, I'll be feeling bad for the women because they got they they gotta really pay attention to their surroundings, you know, because they don't you don't know what type of motherfucker you gonna meet up out there, and you gotta be careful, women. You can't be out there just doing whatever with anybody. See what I'm saying? Like, even if you establish. A friendship with somebody you still got to be careful you know what i'm saying you got to pay attention to stuff like that and then women if you have a female friend that's gullible you got to watch her back don't don't just let her be out there in the streets and you don't watch her back especially if you know that she's gullible if she, if you know that she's oblivious and what she's doing and stuff like that make sure that you watch your friends back because there are people that are gullible they don't know too much about the streets and you have to like pay attention to them i i do it there's there's niggas around that's not that smart around me but i try my best to like guide them like hey bro don't do that shit don't do that. What you need? What you trying? You hungry or something? All right, man. Let's go drive to Taco Bell, nigga. You can't walk over here, bro. And it's, it's wild out there, nigga. Like, fuck that shit. I guide my friends. I don't want nothing bad to happen to my friends or associates in that matter. So, I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm going to hit you with another segment anyway because I'm, try- I'm trying to keep on coming with it. I have to go hard. Spotify done gave me a new obstacle course to beat. I can beat it. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to like hit you with segments after segments after segments after segments. All right? So I'm going to cut this short. You people know what to do. I say it all the time when I end these segments. All you got to do is follow me on Instagram. Type in the search engine box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same thing that you could do for TikTok where I'm very active on. All right? Both platforms... I post two different types of content. All right, both platforms do not have the same content. TikTok got a different content where I will make you argue and go in the comment section and say your piece and be like, "Man, hell nah!" Like I got people arguing about old posts that I posted months ago. They still to this day arguing about some shit, something about Blue, um, the the artist Blue, uh. Bootsy artist, um former artist, blue, and um some girl that he took out to the date uh t- 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 took out to a date. He flew out, but she had like an older till this day, it's like a gender war with that post right there. But there's a whole bunch of other posts that people go in the comment section and leave arguments and stuff like that. They like to argue with me, but I'm not a, I'll argue with you back, but I'm not gonna get very conflicted or anything like that or get mad you know what i'm saying we could agree to disagree it doesn't matter to me i'm not i don't have n- no hostile intent against anybody i might be having a con- conversation we having a dialogue about something between men and women and this is not no gender war i'm not starting any gender war i love women i can't live without females so fuck that shit. there's no way in hell i could live without a woman all right i love my mother I love all women out there, good and bad, doesn't matter to me. Alright? So this is Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. I will holler at you later. Peace. It's the turn it up, I turn it up, up both